Hey guys, my name's Lisette and I would love to welcome you to the Redeemed Girl Podcast. Happy first week of July! Okay, so normally when I start the pod, I always say like, happy Thursday, because Thursdays are my release days, but I had this epiphany last week of like, I never listen to podcasts the day they come out. I just kind of binge all of them. I don't know if any of you guys are like that. So bear with me on the intro. I'm still trying to figure it out. We're still figuring out the groove of the pod. You know, if you have any suggestions, I'm really open to it. Maybe I'll give them a try. It's just, it's really hard getting an intro. I'm just, I get too excited about the meat of it. I'm, I'm really bad about the fluff, but we'll get there. I digress. I hope everybody had such a good week. Um, I really, I really want to thank you guys for the positive feedback and the encouragement that I got about the podcast last week. Struggle Bus was really unstructured, unfiltered. I didn't have bullet points. I didn't have a script. I just really let the Holy Spirit speak through me. I was really nervous about being so vulnerable in that aspect of like not having it planned. But you guys encouraged me so much. I really felt like that was probably one of my favorite episodes. I mean, I haven't done too many yet, but that's saying a lot considering how unstructured it was. It was hard to let it go, but seriously, thank you guys so much for the positive feedback. You guys make it easy to be obedient. You really encouraged me so well. So this week for the podcast, I was, I don't know if any of you guys have had like a weird cloudy haze over you, but our lives are so busy right now. I feel like the Lord is asking me to be a little bit more disciplined with my time. I don't have a ton of free time anymore. And so I'm realizing that I have to really prioritize the things that I want to do and the things that, you know, are just like frivolous and fun. Kind of stings. I'm letting go of a lot of projects, but it also makes me realize where my priorities lie, which is kind of awesome. And a big priority that I'm realizing is how much of my heart I want to give to the redeemed girl. I feel like the Lord is just opening up opportunity after opportunity because of this podcast. When I was praying about it and kind of asking the Lord where he wants me to take it, I think it's just going to be like a week by week what the Lord is teaching me. So I hope that that is still okay with you. This week's episode really felt like it came out of nowhere for me. I didn't know any of this was like deep in my heart. And when the Lord pulled it out of me, I was like, huh, okay. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about holiness, about what it means to be holy. The Lord is kind of taking me through this new piece of my walk with him. And a lot of it has to do with discipline like I said not only disciplining my time but kind of being a little bit more disciplined with what I allow to fill my time what I am allowing myself to see what I'm allowing myself to hear he's wanting and calling me to this new level of holiness that I've never really explored or been to before so kind of what sparked this new desire for purity and holiness was A couple weeks ago, I kind of was in this really weird funk. I don't really get in funks that often, and I don't actually know what caused this funk, but out of nowhere, I just was like, for a couple weeks, was really consumed with like sadness and then a lot of anger. I don't know where the anger came from. It's just like sometimes so many little things happen in 
our lives that we don't realize that it like tacks on to the mess in our heart. Anytime I have like really hectic things going on in my life or like I have family things or work things, I like take it in stride. I stuff it in my heart and then I like move forward. I don't ever give myself the accurate amount of time to like process it, pray about it, heal if I need to heal. I never really handle when things are thrown my way in like a healthy way. I always just kind of like stuff it down and then I don't touch it. So a couple weeks ago, the stuffing finally overflowed and I was just like a walking anger ball. Like I think of myself, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Inside Out, but the emotion anger is what I felt like for these couple of weeks. And normally I'm a total joy. So it was really weird. I was talking to my friends and my family and all of them were asking me constantly if I was okay. And I don't know if you've ever been asked a lot if you're okay when you don't feel like there's anything wrong, but it's incredibly infuriating. I was getting frustrated with people constantly checking on me when I didn't realize that I was like having a problem. And so... Finally, I had realized like if enough people are asking you if you're okay or why you're so angry, you probably need to be a little bit more self-aware and realize there's something wrong. In the midst of my funk, I had done everything I felt like I could. I had had quiet times, still super angry. I was worshiping, I was praising, I was serving more than I'd ever served before, and I was still so angry. So on a weekly basis, I meet with our pastors. I am a coordinator at our church. So I get the opportunity to meet with my pastor for an hour every week unfiltered and just kind of let him pastor my heart. It's a really awesome time. But in this meeting, I asked him to hold a freedom session with me. If you're not familiar with a freedom session, basically a freedom session is everything that you have hidden and tucked away in your heart that you feel like is keeping you jaded and what the enemy uses to keep you from the Lord. It's an area where you can invite somebody in to help you pastor that area of your heart. I've gone through freedom sessions before. Before I got married, I did a freedom session and it was really, really awesome. Um, It helped me deal with a lot of my past childhood trauma. And it's so crazy because the Lord shows you things in these sessions that typically you don't really see. It's so weird. I don't know how to explain it. It's just whenever you invite the Lord into these moments, he shows you the craziest things and he shows you and really heals parts of your heart that you never thought could be healed. So in my freedom session, my pastor did an awesome job. Oh my gosh. I would encourage you if you go to my church, if it's okay with our pastor, really seek him out to do one of these sessions for you. It was so incredibly healing to me during the season, and I didn't even know that I needed this level of healing. So in my session, my pastor kind of prompts me and helps me ask the Lord questions to kind of see the root of what I'm feeling. When he was prompting me with these questions, it came to the point of him telling me to ask the Lord what he wanted to do with our time in the session. And as soon as I asked the Lord, immediate answer which also really annoyed me because like I had been praying and asking the Lord what the heck was wrong with me for like two and a half weeks and then I come and meet with my pastor and within like 10 seconds he tells me what he wants to deal with I felt like a crazy person I literally felt like I was wasting everybody's time besides the point again I'm rambling I'm rambling but immediately I asked the Lord what he wants to deal with and he told me he wanted to deal with my heart I don't know if the Lord's ever told you he wants to deal with your heart before, but I got a pit. I wanted to hide. Thankfully, my pastor is really awesome. He kind of knows I'm a little bit shy with my emotions. So he was doing the freedom session, like sitting in a chair, and he let me kind of tuck away and hide and sit on the floor so that I could really like 
be vulnerable and be honest with the Lord. And in this time when he was talking to me about my heart, he was showing me kind of where my anger stemmed from, kind of where my heart was, where my priorities were lying. A lot of the things that I was letting the world decide for me, I was just, I was a ball of gunk. And so in my freedom session, at the end of it, a lot of healing came from it. But the big thing that I felt like the Lord was telling me to do was to pray for the Lord to purify my heart. So since my session, I felt like a daily prayer that I have to have is, Lord, search my heart, pull out what you don't want in my heart, and I pray that he would purify it. There is nothing better than having a pure heart. The Bible tells us to guard our heart because everything from it flows. When your heart is not pure, everything from that flows from it. Your intentions, your actions, your words. Your words are so huge because the Bible talks about how the power of life and death are in the tongue. So I knew that that was something immediately that I was going to continuously be disciplined on is I need to pray for the Lord every day. Purify my heart, Lord. Break my heart for what breaks yours. So in this newfound conviction of having a pure heart, immediately I felt like the Lord was calling me to step into this calling that he has for you, for me, for my mom, for my spouse, for all believers. The Lord calls us to be set apart. He calls us to be holy. In Leviticus 20, 24, that's the scripture of the Lord telling us that we are called to be set apart and to be holy. When I think of being holy, I think of like, None Lisette coming through. I don't know. (laughs) That's just, that was my perception at the time, which seems like so daunting to me because I have such a sassy personality. All the time my pastor asks my spouse, like, is she really like this all the time? Yes, I am, actually. (laughs) I can't ever take a break. I'm sassy. That's how I am. The Lord created me with a little bit of extra spice. What can I say? But when I, when the Lord was calling me to this place of holiness, immediately I shrunk back and I was like, oh, You want me to like tone down my personality? You don't want me to be fun anymore? What does that even mean? So I started to ask the Lord what holiness is and it was immediate download. The Lord told me when I asked him about holiness is holiness is the standard that he holds us to. God himself is holy. We were created to be in the image of the Lord. God is holy. He has set the standard for us to be holy. When the Lord was asking me to like, step into this new season of holiness with him. I I like don't you I don't even know where to begin. Like what does that even mean? And immediately I started to have a little bit of conviction. It's so easy for me to get caught up in my mess and to be broken and to stay broken, to stay hurt and to stay bitter. I can constantly focus on my sin, but a daily act of pursuing holiness is humbling myself to say okay, Lord, I need you to take my bitterness, my judgmental attitude, my inability to extend grace to some people and take it, Lord, and teach me how to be holy. When I focus on my sin, it helps me realize how big of a desire I have to actually be holy. Holiness for me is striving daily through the power of the Holy Spirit to be transformed into the image of the Lord. When the Lord was speaking to me more about what it means for me to be holy, he also started to convict me a little bit about how I have desensitized myself to sin. We live in some of the most morally corrupt times 
that I had so much conviction because I had just really desensitized myself to it. I had just become, I had normalized in my head all of this sin. We watch movies and we listen to music that are filled with profanity and sex and violence and and pedophilia. And we hear so much of this going on every day that we have become tolerant of it. I had become tolerant of these things. The Lord calls us to be set apart. I shouldn't be tolerant of this world. I need to be set apart. I shouldn't even consume it. These have become such normal parts of our lives. And many times we don't even realize that anything is wrong. I know that right now the enemy is in full force to attack. I know he's mad. I know that the Lord is calling us as believers to hunger for a revival. And I know that that makes the enemy so dang mad. And I know that his hand is in everything right now. The enemy's hand is in our heads. It's in our churches. He is trying to create division wherever he can. He is trying to normalize everything that is not holy. God has called us as Christians to be holy. Leviticus 19.2 also talks about this. To be holy means to be set apart and to be made separate because of the spiritual pureness about us. I don't know about you, but I never want to lose the purity that comes from having the Holy Spirit in my heart. A sin is a sin no matter how big or how small. Think about it. It took one sin in the Garden of Eden to cost God the life of his son. That's just where it started. How do we expect to make a difference for God in this world when we aren't any different from the world? How am I supposed to be evangelizing to my friends when I'm watching and I'm listening and I'm saying the same crap they are? How am I supposed to be an example to my precious youth girls if I'm struggling with the same things they are, if I'm agreeing with the same things that the world is teaching them? We are called to be set apart. I don't think that the Lord is calling us to be perfect or to cast people out who are different or to isolate ourselves from people who aren't living in the standard of holiness that we are, but I definitely think that this is a new area and a new mission field for us as believers. When the Lord was teaching me about this, I was like deeply convicted about having worked in a secular environment and never showing an ounce of my faith. There was one time in particular, I was working at a big jewelry brand here in Austin as their graphic designer. I was surrounded by a lot of young girls that were like really questionable on their faith. None of them had been raised in their faith. There were a lot of them had moved from the Midwest. Their parents had never taught them about Jesus. Like a lot of these girls just didn't know. And one of the first weeks that I worked at this company, I remember I was so desperate for friends in my workplace. And the first thing that my friends invited me to do was go to a tarot card reading. I told them I would go and I totally ended up chickening out. Like I couldn't even go near the building. Something in my spirit just like really freaked me out. But in a moment like that, the Lord was calling me to be set apart. I ended up just like chickening out, telling my friends that I had overbooked, like straight up lying just because I didn't want to make them feel bad or I didn't want to come off as a weird Christian girl. But I to this day still feel convicted about not being honest as to why I didn't go. Somebody in that group could have felt the same way I did and just didn't know how to stick up for their faith when they needed to in that moment. I think those are the moments that God is calling us to be set apart in and to be holy. Lead by example with your faith. To this day, that was three years ago, I still feel immense sadness that I didn't do something else. I pray that the Lord also like tests me on that again. Like, okay, God, if you want to like put me in that situation again, I promise I'll ace it this time. But it was a hard lesson to learn. 
I let these girls around me not know the truth of where I stood with that part of my faith. Society today continues to make things harder on our generation. It makes sin look normal and natural and like it's something that we should all be a part of, but that just isn't what God has for us. Keep your eyes on Jesus and not on the world. I wish that I would have heard this before I was 25 years old. I wish that the Lord would have taught me this a little bit sooner, but I would much rather live my life with a pure heart, with the Lord teaching me how to cultivate this holiness in my life and be authentically and freely in love with Jesus than trying to keep up what the world is trying to make me do. I've shared a little bit about this podcast with some of my friends before I've actually recorded it. And I know that a lot of us are kind of feeling this shift from the Lord. And I pray that if you feel this or if you felt like a little bit of a tug on your heart, that you would give it to the Lord. Something that I'm continuously praying that is really helping me in this season is I'm praying for the Lord to purify my heart. I ask him to search me because he knows me ins and outs. And I'm asking him to help me enter this new season of holiness with him. Please, please let me know how I can be praying for you. I want to be a resource for you. I want to pray for you. And I want to hear how you guys are doing. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I can't wait to chat next week new segment new worship segment i have got to like create like i don't know maybe i need to cameo like taylor swift i don't even think she does cameo i need to cameo somebody with a good voice so that they can make me like a little sound bite of like new worship song so that you guys don't have to listen to my voice every week because this is getting ridiculous i am so sorry for you so this week's worship song is going to be So this week's worship song is by House Fires and it's called Open Space. I felt like this was really fitting because this song is all about the Lord knowing your heart. It's about asking the Lord to take out whatever isn't from him and to just fill it fully of him. New episodes of the Redeemed Girl podcast come out every Thursday at 10 a.m., for more information, email us at info at the redeemed girl or follow us on our Instagram at the redeemed girl podcast. We'll see you next week.